True Connections is a journey within to discover that you are part of everything. Life can often feel disjointed, but you and I are actually connected to one another, to nature, to animals, and many other ways like your thoughts, intentions, dreams, even your imagination. It's my desire to bring spiritual insight to these true connections so that you can get into the flow of life, receive the things that you want without struggle, and enjoy a more constant level of happiness. I am Weston Jolly, your host. Soulmates. I've noticed a lot of confusion when people bring up the topic of soulmates. Stereotypically, I hear the term soulmate in reference to a romantic partner. In the traditional sense, a marital partner. Certainly this fits within a definition, but there is so much more to understanding the nature of soulmates. In certain circumstances, there's an all-out effort to find a soulmate in the same way that you would find a lost dog. <laughs> the only trouble with this analogy is you don't know where you're going or where to look. And if you've ever lost a dog, you know that they don't always sit and wait for you to find them. They're out in the world running around. Worse, someone else may find them. As this relates to a would-be romantic partner, it means someone is going to steal your man or your woman. This situation gets worse when the would-be soulmate is enticed into a relationship, like any starving dog that would be greatly appreciative being fed while lost. (laughs) I hope that you don't get the idea that soulmates are literally like lost dogs, but it does describe the frustration of trying to find a soulmate. I know many of you have inquired to connect with a spiritual project coordinator in finding a soulmate. Actually, I think it's pretty resourceful to ask the spiritual realm for this kind of help. And to complete this thought, I've been witness to some very real spiritual matchmaking. Totally cool. Beyond the classic romantic partner kind of soulmate, are there different kinds? The short answer is yes. And while it's commonly assumed that everyone would want to be in a soulmate relationship, there are a lot of people who really don't know what they're asking for. What I'm saying is that there can be some wonderful advantages and disadvantages in having a soulmate around. If you're interested in soulmates, then you're in exactly the right spot, because I'm channeling the contents of the subject. A warning, though. You may find the subject of soulmates to be a little bit different than you've previously thought. So like always, stay open. Before I actually begin channeling, know that my purpose is for all of us to understand a lot more about our soulmate connections. Without any more introductions, here we go. Soulmates is an interesting term that you still use to describe one another as you connect in ways and on levels that you still think to be extraordinary. We don't deny these thoughts, but it is clearly our desire to add so much more clarity to a subject that has become polluted with thoughts of classification and even prejudice. For example, a great many of you consider yourselves in a less-than relationship if you're not in a soulmate relationship. Further, a great many of you have heard of soulmate kind of relationships and you aspire to create one of your own. Currently, there are many who think of soulmates as exclusive in the same way that you'd create a monogamous relationship. What we would like to do is offer some clarification as to the true nature of soulmates. First, it can be true that two individuals who have served in a previous life together can come back to unite. What isn't so commonly known is that many times or instances such as this, that coming back together isn't always with an intent to be together. 
It can be just a meetup of sorts to deliver or remind one another of a previously planned intention. Before we get ahead of ourselves, let us properly define what a soulmate relationship is. Soulmates are souls that share a common ancestry and family, both as couples and also within the same family tree, energetically speaking. This is true physically as it is spiritually. What we are saying is that two individuals could have served in a like community or an energy such as a family and share the values and also the struggles of that incarnation. Such a soulmate type of relationship isn't romantic as it is familiar. The familiarity is recognized by being in the same family or clan or energy. Many of these types of soulmate relationships are classified in the unfinished business category. For an example, if you've had a very special soulmate relationship with a brother or a sister in a previous life and one of you died, there may be strings like that in the quantum state, that dedicates a strong, energetic desire to come back, to help, serve, or complete what could be called the previous mission. Soulmates such as these are merely picking up from where they left off, absent of one key element. Nothing is the same as it was before. Naturally, there are parallels of the previous existence or life, But what is going on today isn't what it was the last time. This calls for some very special openness to the process and to proceed. This is stated because if one was a soulmate as a brother in a previous life to a sister who died prematurely, there may be a desire to pick up the relationship, but not as brother and sister, but in a romantic sense. This provides the pathway to complete the desire to serve together again in this life but in a completely different way. True romantic soulmates differ from other types that we will mention in a minute because they are usually joined in many different ways beyond intercourse. To be sexually mated with one another is done easily without both parties having to be sharing the same soulmate energy. Many of you assume in a soulmate romantic relationship that the goal is to find one another and to remain unified. While this is true for those creating it this way, There are countless other ways a romantic soulmate pair might come together. This would be true romantically with a pair of soulmates that enjoy all the connections made available to them, spiritually, emotionally, physically, including the sexual aspects. It should be noted that the purpose may be limited to bringing forth new life. Soulmates may come together to simply have children. In this moment, It may sound silly that soulmate couples would come only to have children, but there are many cases where this is the intent. To share this in a different way, soulmates may divorce, die, or simply go on to live different lives and being in the same household as partners. This term needs to be discussed as well because there are plenty of relationships that don't participate in true partnership. This includes those of the soulmate kind, yet from our perspective as source, it is greatly encouraged for there to be an understanding in balance. This balance is seen, not just talked about. Soulmates that intend to serve together in communion and for life are for the most part unique. The first reason is that such a connection is quite different in the physical realm. Regardless of your place or origin or your current place of inhabitation, it's important for you to understand the challenges and the opportunities in a full-fledged romantic soulmate relationship. 
This is first seen in having to go beyond the boundaries of what might be created in any traditional relationship. This too is noticed regardless of what part of society that you've been born into. And for purposes of clarification, we aren't necessarily talking about soulmates being in open relationships. Not that this is discouraged. The boundaries that we speak of are the many other man-made rules, customs that appear to be real to an individual and even that for the couple. Couples in this way are constantly forging because they ask themselves to do so in unity as soulmates to create new paths. These new paths can be tremendously disruptive to the community and even the birth families in which soulmates originate. Yet, for some couples, this is the path. Additionally, there are romantic soulmates that come together in unique ways, but not necessarily to spend their lifetimes together. Such instances would include two coming together to face a specific challenge, both as a couple and as individuals. This is observed when two soulmates create, endure, and then overcome a specific tragedy or obstacle. It is also possible for a child to also be a soulmate to the couple in an effort to provide them some very specific challenges or opportunities for spiritual and physical growth. Such an example might be where a child who is a soulmate with his or her parents might commit suicide, be autistic, die prematurely, or have a short life due to a disease. The actual acts aren't really the point, as much as the challenge for one or both parents to awaken. Such acts are quite difficult, even in the consideration, let alone the execution, for it rips at the mortal fabric that everyone has to live fully. Such choices are enormous in the repercussions that they have both on the physical and spiritual planes. To be a soulmate is not the same as being a friend. A friend is a casual kind of relationship that can come and go, while soulmate relationships endure. Endurance is not put forth as a term of classification or to be seen as favored as much as it's to be used to describe the nature of the relationship. Soulmates are indeed connected on a higher level, sometimes as has been previously mentioned on a past life plane, but there are many other means in which soulmates can connect. For example, a guide, messenger, or angelic presence that once served in the spiritual form, having watched out or guided another in a previous life, may want to take physical form. In such a case, there is a bond, an understanding, that could be described like the immeasurable bond created by mother and child. But this spiritual or soulmate connection is so much more. It's interesting to us that some would fear soulmate connections. But this too must be discussed for it is chosen. Not everyone desires to be in the presence of a highly reflective soulmate relationship. This is deeply honored, but still, there needs to be no fear in being the presence of such true reflections. When soulmates gather beyond pairing, which is thought to be the most common means, there are a lot of opportunities in pursuit of excellence. Such households or groups come to work play, or socialize in such settings to continue to refresh themselves to exhibit and express the highest of expressions. Certainly, the word highest does not necessarily mean fame, but it certainly wouldn't exclude it. To be seen in the light in the physical form as a soulmate is indeed something to be appreciated. To exhibit one soul in other dimensions is quite normal and average, and yet, here in this earthly dimension, it is the equivalent to continuing to expose yourself. 
not just in flesh, but in the illumination of truth that the soulmates do represent. If you have figured out that soulmates encompass a certain spiritual nature, we do concur. The essence of the soul is continually exposed with intent to attract and create on higher or more advanced levels. These choices of the soul in a physical form are not better as much as they are different in the nature of the expression. To toil the land as a farmer is much different than a visionary who is creating in new ways to be at one with nature, the earth, and all of its parts beyond planting and harvesting. All of these expressions are to be honored, for each has their part in the whole. Soulmates are being distinguished here to create a further understanding of their nature, but again, not that they are better. Soulmates, as individuals that are nomadic in nature, tend to wander and sow spiritual seeds as a gardener or a farmer might. They tend to travel, meeting up with others as a means to awaken, in the strength and the anonymity of being a stranger. Such soulmates are often enabled to say, reflect, and do things that might not be heard or desired on an everyday level. Such individuals can sit in a train and merely share the same space as another, such as yourself, to perhaps glance at you in such a way that touches your inner being. These kind of soulmates truly love these kinds of encounters, much of the time being very plentiful in the many souls that they touch. Soulmates of this kind are often synonymous with the angelic nature of spirits that offer dedicated spiritual encouragement. Soulmates, like angels, do it spiritually too, but in a much more tangible or physical way. In this way, you might actually feel touched by someone that shares a conversation with you that is intended to be unique and compelling. From the nomadic soulmate's perspective, this is intended. This too can take place in contractual form, whereby a soulmate interrelates with you because of a predestined agreement to do so. Interactions or meetings of these kind are significant, both in that they are confirming that you are on path to what it is that you've come in here to do, and also the opposite, where it is disclosed that the nature of your life and unhappiness is a result of being far off path. To interact with a soulmate in any case is a special opportunity, and this to some degree is why it has been identified and categorized as such. To offer you further insight to the nature of soulmates, let us continue. The beauty of being seen and understood by another is priceless. While this experience can be singular, it is best experienced with both parties agree to the flow of sharing and connecting in this way. To be at one with one another is a divine opportunity. In the same way that you are enabled sexually, this is also true from a frequency or vibrational perspective in soulmate connections. As this frequency or vibration is developed, soulmate kinds of relationships become hard to avoid. The simple reason being that the vibrations of one instantly attracts those of like vibration. As stated before, the crossover of previously encountered time or space together as souls or entities is another place where souls first create a bond, and they want to extend it to the physical. It should be also stated that soulmates do connect on the physical plane and also to create remembrance for the pair and also the community. There is a perceivable energy that takes place when soulmates enter the same space. An observant eye will notice this physically. The spiritual attributes, if they could be measured in the physical realm, would be off the charts. This too is desired for the community, not just to witness the energy 
or even the pairing, but to emulate it. To participate in a soulmate relationship, you must realize the nature of the choice. There is a demand that is unusually constant and that you are offering yourself at the highest levels in terms of vibration and frequency. Anything below this, no matter how acceptable this behavior might be in other relationships, is considered intolerable here. There is great encouragement for any of you to play in such highly reflective environments, but again, be forewarned, it will mean a constant dedication to change at its height. This is to enable the person and or the couple or even the group to express in the true ways that they've intended in coming to this plane. It should also be mentioned that soulmate kinds of relationships, as already have been inferred, can take place on other dimensions first, before incarnating here. We would like to leave you some direct invitation should you be interested in further pursuing soulmate relationships. That you offer yourself genuinely as you are, not a predisposition or an idea or projection of yourself. This sounds simple, and it is, but to be truly oneself means that you will also be seen. To do this, it is imperative that you leave behind the stories of drama, superstition, faith, beliefs of what you may have or are likely to have held onto as so dear. Additionally, that you would allow the boundaries to be honored and also destroyed in the cases that they no longer serve you. This takes an enormous amount of courage or bravery not to hear such things, but to actually choose them. The participation outside of the lines of the physical realm is a regular attribute of a soulmate in whatever form. It should be stated that this doesn't mean doing things for attention or even manipulative reasons, for those are truly distractions for the true purpose of joining in the soulmate energy. For those of you who are enjoying more and more consciousness in your exhibition in attracting a soulmate, we wish to continue to honor and encourage you. There is much to share specific to this subject, and we have but barely scratched the surface in that which has been shared here. For this moment, if you are attracted to another in this state of true authenticity, follow such feelings and allow your choices to take you where your heart and soul deeply wants to expand and express. Freedom is found in the true liberation of love of oneself and the desire to connect with another or others. Follow your truth and continue to expand the love of all that is and exhibit and express accordingly. We are most pleased for your interest in what could be called this introduction to soulmates. For us to make true connections, we have to engage. I really want to hear your comments, so please leave a review at westonjolly.com forward slash review or go to iTunes and give me your thoughts there. This helps our connection and it's a tremendous help to others too. Everything we do is designed to offer you a deeper spiritual connection within. You can also make a personal appointment with me, Weston Jolly, right now by going to westonjolly.com. Also, check out my current events, books, and other products. Also, my free newsletter. Thank you for joining me, Weston Jolly, for my podcast, True Connections.